That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can... I'll write it, and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away.
Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with my friend Morris Sachs. How you doing, MB? I'm doing great. You look good. Thank you. you. It's good. Yeah, you, likewise. So do you. You look good. It's nice to see you again. Yeah. She feels like it's been a while. Did we take a, a week off? Yeah, apologies. Okay, everybody, we apologize that we were well, we're a couple days late here. I mean, we're sorry. It's, it's good to I see you. I, I, I get a pass. I was on the road with the children, okay? You know, you're a good dad. <laughs> Thank you. And and anyone doesn't like how this thing runs, well, send us an email. We'll refund your, your dues yeah. or your, yeah, your exactly. fee. Um, right. Do have a couple of uh, public announcements to make. Okay. The date has now passed. We can't guarantee delivery of an Ibwok T-shirt in time for Christmas. So I'm 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 sorry about that. All right. Um, all right. Although there is talk, you you've been out of town, so you've missed the the, the marketing meetings. We're we're toying around with two. Fun kind of T-shirts. Okay, we got to see if they pass legal. But the first one is, it says Hamas Tunnel Company. Churches and hospitals are specialty. I don't know. I, I, I that that's my favorite. The other one is, you pass twice on a two-state solution. How about a one-state solution? Stop, please. Can we? <laughs> You had two extra days. That's what you came up with for T-shirts, please. You had the good one with liquidity is ephemeral. Okay, let's just take, leave Hamas. Don't give them the headlines, please. And can you fix your monitor? Can you tilt your monitor down so I can see your face? See my bit? fucking yeah, face. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I just tilted it that way so you could see that I have hair <laughs> on the top of my head. I know, which... finally. You got rid of that dodgy haircut that you had. It's finally oh, coming back. Beautiful, luxurious hair. Okay. I made the mistake of letting my wife get behind me with a pair of shears. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. So here we are. It's uh, we're into the uh, the uh, the short grass of the year, and and um, people are pretty much just protecting any bonuses they may have earned, and uh, just waiting for next year, right? Um, I. I can you talk about what's going on in the market this the stock market because it has been unhinged like i i went away 2 weeks ago it we're up 5% yeah well I, you know everything's gone bonds are ripped um yeah i i, I think what we're seeing here is just the remaining liquidity in the system you know the fed keeps the quantitative tightening going I understand that might ultimately cause a problem with uh, uh, the repurchase agreement market. I, I haven't really dialed into that. I'm, I'm not that far down the rabbit hole anymore. But um, yeah, I, I mean, this is the Santa Claus rally. And I think generally, generally, equities tend to do well early in the new year. And so I think a lot of uh, guys are front running that, um, you know, the new year IRA reinvest sort of thing. So, I, you know, personally, I, you know, would default to the, it's a 
market of stocks, not a stock market. Um, I've been, uh, you know, um, my risk committee explained to me a while ago that I do better with bonds. I should stick to bonds. And, and I've, I've been, been doing that, even though, you know, treading lightly in that treacherous muni bond market, um, you, you know, you really got to be careful there. I, it's, uh, it's a den of thieves, you know, it's, it's a den of thieves. Can you talk about the fed pivot, please? Do you believe well, that? I, I'm a little surprised. He, I would have thought they would have leaned a bit against the easing of financial conditions. Um, Paul seemed pretty laissez-faire. I guess Williams came out the next day trying to put a little bit of the kibosh on it. I. You know, I missed that one. I, I not only did I miss it, I think Powell missed it because, you know, keeping in mind, if we have a theme here, it's not about being right; it's about making money. I think that this would have been a real nice opportunity for him to buy himself a a put in terms of if inflation is a little sticky. But I I suspect, you know, th they have quite a deep research team. And, um, you know, many of these inflation statistics, they, they know what they're using, okay? And so it, it could be the Fed has so much data in the pipeline that the next few inflation reports are gonna be benign he wanted to maybe, you know, get on record and then avoid sort of the election nonsense. Uh, that's a possibility. Although to me, I, I'm not sure when the next Fed meeting is. I'm guessing it's early February, maybe. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm embarrassed to tell you, I don't know. Um, and I'm more embarrassed that if I tried to Google it right now, I'd wipe out the content of the broadcast. Yeah. I mean, time heals inflation for him because the month over month and the year over the year just keeps going down and down and down. So that, you know, April, yeah. you know. Yeah. But as somebody explained to me uh, earlier today who deals with real people, um, they're still paying more for food at the grocery store and, and they're getting less food for the same amount of money. So that's. That's not good. Well, that's never changing. That is never changing. Um, what's Scottsdale like right now? Is Scottsdale, what's what's Scottsdale like on Friday, Saturday night when you go out? Next FOMC meeting is January 30, 31, 2024. Right. right. Um, what's Scottsdale like? Yeah, it's booming. You know, I, I mean, well, yeah, now. Okay. Here, I'm going to use one of these fancy words. Um, it's idiosyncratic. Thank you. So in English, it means, you know, it's case by case, right? So, so what's good? What do you see that's ripping? Real, real estate is, and I'm not talking about your interest rate sensitive uh, real estate. Yeah. So anything north of five or six million dollars, I'm not talking about because that is affected by the mortgage rate. But the high-end stuff, insane. 
uh, insane. I wouldn't be shocked if the price of my house has gone up five times since I bought it in three years. And, you know, everyone thinks their house is worth more than the market does. But what I do is I go and I, I look at per square foot comparables yeah. and just do the sums. And I yeah, mean, that, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking loco. What's your neighborhood? Stuff selling in your neighborhood? You see for sale signs in your neighborhood? No. Yeah, the, only thing, the only thing that's for sale in this price range are spec homes that have just come on the market. So, you know, that's that's the thing because this is an established community and you have a lot of athletes uh, on top of the general rich yep. assholes. Yep. You know, there's like this country club, golf club thing. I, I, I don't, I'm not a part of the golf club, but I, I have a, like a, um, a house account, like I'm a house member, so I can go have lunch, dinner, whatever. When I drive up there, there's never less than three Rolls, three Ferraris, yada, 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 right? Yeah. And, and I mean, they make a Rolls-Royce SUV. So stupid. So ugly. And not only is it stupid, it's this fucking ugly mauve color. Like, <laughs> like <Fucking> <laughs> asshole. <laughs> fucking loser. Okay. You, you, what do you get a Rolls SUV? You get a you get like yeah. a nice old one, like you know, like a nice roll. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Know? Like Fuck the guy that. in uh, trading places, right? That yeah. kind of thing. So um the restaurant prices um for meat. I think the prices have gone up a bit. Busy though, uh, busy night, busy on a Friday and Saturday night. You waiting or you walk? I mean, I know you shashay right in, but like, is well, the we make reservations? I okay? understand. Yeah, and um, so far, I haven't heard of reservations being hard to come by. Now, there's a couple of places where like the bachelor parties go and then the guys trolling for the drunk girls yeah so yeah. friday saturday night those places will get booked up but you know we went to a great restaurant last night 15 minutes from here yeah it was two-thirds full yeah all right and, yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't uh unreasonable okay yeah. um what's it like uh back east depends i mean i Florida was wall to wall every night looked like a Friday night. Yeah. Monday nights, Tuesday nights. I know it's close to the holiday. I know it's it's the holiday week. Uh but it was I went all up and down Florida from Marco Island to the other side and it was packed. Breakfast places packed. Yeah. It was bananas. Um well, we're yeah. in the uh we're still in this Consumer is stretching his legs. Um, one of these um, uh, economic newsletters that I canceled, but they wouldn't refund my money. They're continuing to keep me on their distribution list until my subscription runs <laughs> off. It's fun. They talked about consumer sentiment is improving. 
Um, it, it may well be, I, I don't know. I've been, you know, in your absence, um, you know, I've been tasked with many of the administrative duties of IWAC, and so I've been able to pay less attention to the marketplace. And for that, I sincerely apologize. Um, plus, the whole Middle East thing has is, is still gotten me a bit uh, uh, conflated. And then, you know, I was um, short, you know, here at IWAC, we're required to take 20 days off a year, 10 of them consecutively. And I was running up into that, that, uh, that problem. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I'm a little bit behind. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I did make sure, you know, all my interest and dividends came in on time. Okay, good. And yeah. someone's got to. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. I was hoping that you, I could, you know, you could give me a full news update because I was down in La La Land where I, I mean, every day I just looked up and I just see the S and P five hundred up, up, up. Everything just has gone up, or it's just. But dude, uh, I, I saw cheap gas. I saw cheap gas, like dirt cheap gas. Like, two, yeah. like this means nothing to you, but I saw gas at like two thirty nine. It means something to me because I just filled up at four something. Yeah. Yeah, even that, like two, two in the in the twos, I saw near ninety five. Um, I saw billions of dollars of infrastructure going into ninety five, just billions yeah. upon miles in Virginia and Georgia. I mean, it was just booming. Which I don't know, understand why they can't get the tunnel between New York and New Jersey done, but they can get seven oh. miles. Of ninety five repaved in the blink of an eye, hey, and they can get a tunnel big enough to drive a truck from Gaza into Israel, right? We need to hire those people. No kidding. Yeah, get, seriously. What do you got to charge for a tunnel? We just need. We just need like a, a mile. Okay. Um, one thing I had sent you and uh, uh, executive producer Leslie Harris was the chart of copper. Yeah, and um. You know, it looks like it's been going down, yet everything I read um, shows there's going to be a shortfall of copper next year. Nobody which, wants an electric car. Nobody wants an electric car. Nobody wants, yeah, I know. I, I've tried. I've really tried. I have really, really tried. Now, so, I, here, here's what settles it. I wouldn't feel comfortable driving the kids in the Tesla from Connecticut to Florida. You can't. It, it's can't range, range envy. Bingo. Yeah. I cannot yeah. be I cannot be playing a game with the range. I do it enough in the I don't do it in the truck. I get to have a tank. I I don't play games. But yeah, I, I wondered about that. Like I thought I didn't see many as you as you the farther you go south, but there was a few in Florida. And I get it, there's gonna be people that use them to go to the grocery store, but I wouldn't do the long haul in the Tesla for so, a million reasons. So to Practical. talk about the, the Tesla, we have I've I've never had a position in it. I know um, uh, Leslie had an incredible call and crushed it, and I think uh, I think he's kind of moved on. Uh, so I don't necessarily want to turn this into a Elon Musk hater thing, but um, no. No. having tried to buy two cars from them and having actually been able to buy two more. 
you know, it's not been a user-friendly experience. And what I've discovered now that I've had multiple electric cars, I I just prefer a gasoline car. It's just, and and now I know this is high-end service, but the big the bugaboo for me with the gasoline car was service, right? It needs service every 60, 90, 100. Okay, so, and... I would drive to Audi in Greenwich and it would be just a total clusterfuck. It would be three hours from my <laughs> house to Audi back to my house. And maybe they got it done right. Maybe. <laughs> now the Audi here, I pull up. Okay. I'm in and out of there in eight minutes and there's an Uber at their expense, which drives me home. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Then I give them my credit card, the whole thing on my phone. The Uber shows up and I'm in and out of there and it couldn't have been five minutes. Wow. Wow. Well, I, you know. Did you get the electric Audi? Did you get the electric Audi wagon thing? No, man. No, I, no, 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 no. What did you get? What did you get? I got a, I got a fucking beast. Tell me you got the RS7 wagon thing. <laughs> what did you get? Tell me. I got the Porsche Cayenne oh. CTS. It goes <laughs> zero to 60. Okay, I know. In the same amount of time as the electric Taycan. I know. 4.6 seconds. Yeah, and you let so and you got it transported instead of being like, "What are you doing today?" You should. I could have put the car seats in it, okay, and I could have <laughs> driven it to Scottsdale. Got it detailed and dropped it off. There would have been, no, been no fucking I, incident at the gate. Okay. Just what I want to double my mileage from 3,000 to 6,000 miles. I would have gotten there real quick. I don't think you could drive from um, New York to Arizona and not have to put on a new set of tires. These things are P zeros. I mean, I don't think there's two inches of rubber. Yeah, I know. The... I know. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised you don't pop one weekly, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. And every single one of those cars, and every single one of you, those cars that you see at the club is all gas, dude. They're all gas, big gas motors. They're all the... Except, except, if I may, the gas electric Ferrari for okay, 300 grand, you know. Wink, but... wink. Yeah, wink, wink. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So um, not much else to report. You know, Cheryl's got me uh, running a little bit, which I'm not oh, an no, 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 no. Stop, dude. I'm going to send I'm now you asked for it. And, and God, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to send her the emails, but I'm going to send you all the links about how terrible running is for you, bro. Your back, your ankles, your knees. I told you. I thought I told you. You did. You did. Up. Look, look, I told you that humans are meant to run from lions for 30 seconds, and that's it. Well, that that's why she has me done doing those 30-second sprints. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, no. Back to Tesla for a minute, because I, I, I don't want to – I want to put one more nail in the coffin. Yeah, sure. Three I, – I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm I'm Jewish. Okay, just, just to be clear – so, and my wife is Jewish, and I have a number of Jewish friends. 
several of them have contacted me and said, I know Cheryl has a Tesla with his quasi anti-Semitic remarks. How do you feel about owning the car? And she's, they said, well, you know, she's, she's conflicted because, you know, he has said some things and, you know, I like the car, but, you know, it's kind of a hassle to change. So at a minimum, I will not ever be buying a car from Tesla again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm kind of getting the same reply from, uh, a few of the other people, like if they could push a button and frictionlessly be out of it and into something else, they would be, but unequivocally no mass. Um, you know, I've pointed this out. It, it's a matter of fact, this is not a debate. He's got a diagnosable mental illness. I know. Okay. It's nuts, dude. And, and yet he, he runs a media empire and the thing goes amok and there's nothing to constrain him from doing anything um but he's got like security clearance because of spacex okay he's got like you know that, that's just that's just wrong that, <laughs> you know what I mean? that, that's just that's just wrong i mean i don't, I don't know. know what kind of security clearance he has but you I know don't either, but you, i mean they're but, making rockets, first of all right? it, 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 i'm sorry they're in, they're making rockets together. I mean, he's got you know he he's got to help. I mean, isn't he shooting NASA stuff into space on it? Um, you know, are they ferrying? Are they ferrying I've, stuff? I throw that into my bucket of Bitcoin and artificial okay. intelligence. Okay. And the phantom banking sector, which somebody asked me about. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about. Okay. That. Good. All right. You know, I just I'd rather stick to what I know instead of most of the his other podcasters who talk about stuff they don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's pretty amazing. We I had sent you that article. This woman was talking about how terrible it is for people trying to work and live in Greenwich. And and um, you know, I've I've talked about what a shitty place Greenwich is for years. Yet why do I live there? Well, I, I live there because my wife lives there and she likes it there, and my kids live 30 miles away and and I, I really like, you've been to my house. It's a nice house. It's, it's, it's homey. It's cozy. You know, it's, it's perfect for six or eight of your cycling friends to come over and have some Arcuri's pizza and maybe a beer or maybe a tequila, mm -hmm. right? It's, yeah. it's, set up, it's set up for that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where, where I would go. It's I was certainly... just going to ask you, like, where would, like, if you had to go, where, like, where are you going to go? You're not going to the city. You're not going to Long Island. You're not going back to Chicago. You're not going to Florida. Uh, I'm staying here. Yeah. I'm staying here all year, and I'm going to suck up the 120-degree weather. There's just too much to do here. You you want to go for a walk. You want to just sit outside, read a book, you know. Oh, speaking of books, so I we've we've done some book discussions right so somebody recommended a book on how the internet fucks up your brain okay so i start reading the book and i'm through like my magic 50 pages and so far not one lick of new information all the guy's doing is quoting facts about how you know you can't read you can't concentrate and and so yeah, I did what I did with books that I 
can't get the right through it out. It, it might actually, no, the cleaning yeah. people. Are but um, what I realized uh, for guys like you and I, me more so than you, because you're a father with young kids. Uh, for the last several years, I, you know, what would you say? I'd be on a bike 12 to 15 hours a week. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, not to exaggerate, like a legitimate oh, 12 to 15. a lot of time training. Yeah, between, I can think of uh, 12 hours off the top of my head with Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think one of the good things to come of that is I had a lot of time to think things through, right? And I always had my phone turned off. I rarely listened to music because it wasn't really safe to have the earbuds in. And so I wasn't sitting in front of the screen, get my mind remapped is the phrase this guy's used. And so on top of that, you know, I've gotten some books and I'm trying to uh, retrain my brain to take longer passages. And just pro tip, if you get a lot of books with pictures, it's easier. Just get a good book, please. Get a good book. It's not hard. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the next good one. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm not inviting thousands of recommendations, by the way, not, nothing personal. I just, I've got one person close to me that knows me inside and out and has got a hundred percent rate on my success. And so I'll wait for that person. Okay. All right. But one of these books that they recommended, which I read a couple of years ago, they made into that movie with uh, Leo DiCaprio and, um, uh, Robert De Niro. It's mm. like of the Summer Moon. Okay. What is it called? Night It's Killers of the Summer Moon or something something like that. Okay. All right. Just All like right. Kill Killers of Moon. Okay. okay. But the the story it's 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 a sad story of how the white man fucked the Indian yet again. But it, basically the synopsis old chestnut is he had a bunch of Indians. And the Americans government kicked them off the land, put them somewhere else. Then they decided they didn't want them there. They want them somewhere shittier. Then they decided that wasn't shitty enough. So they took them to the deepest part of the deepest sea at high tide, right? Lo and behold, they discover fucking oil. Oil. Where? Like North Dakota, South Dakota? Like exactly. And in a minute, it becomes the highest millionaire per capita in the world. Got it. Got it. And so, nice. and so in true Americana, the white men move out there. They marry the Indian women. Yeah. It's not enough to steal their money. They got to steal the money and then kill them. You know, this is what I love, again, bringing up the, the Middle East, where the United States tries to take the high middle ground on something. If you look what the Americans did, they introduced, they were probably the first people to introduce biological warfare because they gave Indians 
Oh, yeah. Blankets that had from people with smallpox. Okay. One of my friends had listened and heard that I read the book 13 Days. And they strongly recommended to watch the movie The Fog of War, which is about this William McNamara fellow. And again, you talk about the high moral ground. Apparently, and give me some artistic license here, but apparently America flew over a couple of Japanese cities, which were ginormous, okay? And they're all wood. So they firebomb these cities. So there's nothing left to these cities, okay? Then on top of that, they drop not one, but two atomic bombs. So now we need to take it down a notch because the people whose motto is kill all the Jews, I, I'll, I'll stop there. But, you know, I, 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 there's a, been a similar fucked up situation in Ireland, right? For I don't know much about that, but... You know, it's the British and the Irish and, you know, I, you don't have to opine if you don't want, but I, I will no, tell you. No, it's a sticky situation. I mean, trust me, I was raised in a household where I, I mean, I can never, I will always remember my parents raised me. There's tw there's 26 plus six equals one. And I was like, they're like, that's the 26 counties of Ireland. And there's six counties in the north that are owned by Britain. And that's, that's not right. That's Ireland. British Britain took that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was taught Irish Republican history and raised in an Irish Catholic household that treated Imperial Britain as dude. My grandmother's from Bo from Boston, Massachusetts. My parents, you know, it's an Irish Catholic as the day is long. Um, so I was taught that, you, that you, yeah, I, I mean, I was I was raised with that history. All right. Um don't get me started because the, the the Irish for some reason identify with the Palestinians because of dude, dude again Britain I'm sorry Anthony Peters and, and okay Anthony Peters Britain has fucked up a couple things okay has left a little I, bit of a mess in a couple I think, places okay I think they've, un they've fucked up less things than I, more things I didn't want. I didn't want to do this, but you opened the box. Right, Anthony, you're on vacation. Do not talk about this in the good morning, okay? Just walk away, okay? But they've made a mess of a couple things, okay? Including the splitting up of the Middle East, whatever, mandatory Palestine, whatever it was. Um, however that was, that the British organized that. Don't get me India, okay? Ireland, I mean, you. the, the history speaks for itself, okay? Just, you know, um... So I sympathize. I, I don't sympathize with Palestinians whatsoever. I don't understand that. I don't I don't understand why Israel can't say here. You can have Staten Island. Stop shooting fucking rockets at us. It's over. I, like to me, I don't I don't understand that. Like, why can't you just take Staten Island? OK, how big like is it even Staten Island? It's not here. Take. Queens. I, I think they offered him that and they said no. Right. But, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what Bill Clinton said. He busted his ass. Love him or hate him. But Bill is on record saying I almost got it done. But who yeah. Palestine turned it down, said no, thanks. Like, well, they, you know, they wanted Manhattan and you we gave you a Staten Island. Just go, you know. Um, yeah. But like, yeah. but Israel's never going to. 
Israel can't kill them all. You cannot kill them. I hate to say it. The more, and the more you kill, the more kids are going to want to kill the Israelis. It's a, it's such the vicious cycle. I don't <laughs> understand why they just won't take Staten Island. Okay, like just like you guys, I've seen it. I like you've been there. Okay, it's a, it's a sandbox. Take it. Okay, there's better places. I like, and I blame you guys. Go to fucking Florida, bro. There's enough <laughs> room, dude. It's fantastic. There's un built land just leave tel aviv great okay uh dude florida's got about a, 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 10 times the coastline unbuilt okay stop fighting over that god awful 10 fucking miles man it's i just don't get it and it's never gonna end it makes you crazy it, it impacts your life dude it is sept dude you guys had hanukkah i didn't see it okay that's wrong because I I saw the Hanukkah celebrations when I was in Florida. I see, but I didn't see the Hanukkah vibe that I grew up with, where I would see menorahs everywhere. I would see my friends would post. I don't see, like I'm not going to use your daughter as an example, but I had friends that always post everything about Hanukkah, and that has been extinguished from social media because of all of this, and it's such a convoluted fucking mess, you know. I I think first of all I could not agree more. The the Hanukkah candle lighting stuff. Even I'm a little confused because I had somehow gotten it in my mind that many people didn't want to do the candle lighting out of respect for the the terror and the catastrophe. And, and another bunch of people wanted to do it to support the troops. So I, I don't know. Yeah. My only experiences with the British Irish problem is one, I spent four hours in a stairwell at number one German Street because there was a bomb at Piccadilly Circus. That wasn't much fun. And um, my I do kind of remember my first trip to London, I think when I got put in charge of the foreign trading, we had an office. Uh, we were owned by, I think, IBJ at the time, but Greenwich Capital had its own office. And the uh, the bank building, I think, was on maybe Bishopsgate or something. And the IRA had a, a van parked outside and they just blew the whole fucking thing apart and it's like i'm going to work the first day and there's barricades and and um i know but i was born in 1981 so when i was like five years old like i grew up with that shit on the new like you were there for it but like i would i'd be like ira bombing and i'd be like mom like what, what is, what's going on she'd be like well this is what's going like I, i'd be like okay why don't they leave why don't they give ireland the six counties like and i've been there i've been to belfast i've been to northern ireland again britain get the fuck out it's it's like a rocky northern coast get out nobody there wants you nobody likes you you fought over it for 80 years you got you got vans parked in london blowing up because you won't give them you know, Greenwich, you know, Fairfield County, okay, of rock and fog. Seems you know? Does, uh, you know, the... the, I'm the London, please. The, the women in my life watched this TV show called The Great British Bake Off. Are you familiar with this thing? Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I came up with an idea for a new show. 
the great British dental office. So <laughs> They've got stuff like that. There's already a market for stuff like horror stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> um, Should, shall we talk about the markets or do we want to do our Christmas celebratory? Can you comment uh, on Bill Ackman impacting the bond market? Does Bill have, does Bill move the bond market? No. Schnitz. Thank you. Zero. There was an but, article. Somebody, somebody. I'm sorry. I'll get it on Twitter. Um, somebody posted it, and some it might have been the FT or somebody was posted it, and they highlighted it in the snippet of, and they quoted as Bill's comments moved the bond market. I said, "You gotta be kidding me!" Look, look, I, I, I've lived long enough to know anything is possible, but I, in keeping in mind, I've been a denizen of the interest rate arena longer than many people have been alive you know no i have no value there's no i don't dude that's I mean, what I, I dude that's not i would only know because you told me right bingo exactly the adults in the room don't give a fuck what bill says when it comes to moving the bond market okay that has he ever talked about the two year note <laughs> ever ever <laughs> Dude, he's talked so much. I love him. I, I compliment him. He's, he's been on a mission. He's he's on he's work. He's doing your work. Um, but that he's on but a you mission. Don't, you don't get a lifetime pass on. No, every no, I don't. Thing. No, 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 no. You do not at all. Um, no. And if you, I can't filter all the stuff he says, like, see, that's a problem. Like, it, it, it's it's look, get some therapy. Okay. <laughs> really, really, I mean that it's it's that's why. I, truth be told, I went on Twitter because these memes that are red on the day, listeners, red on the day, red, red on the day. It tickles me pink. I the know. Joy I get out of these things. They showed some guy like you got any of those five and a quarter, two units left. <laughs> but but look at look at the the interest rate sector. You had um, the GOAT, Stanley Druckenmuller, going to buy massive amount of two-year notes. Even though Harley Bassman said the short end is for babies, setting up a product to buy two-year notes, right? I mean, wh who else? I mean, clearly, clearly, as one of our listeners in Australia said, MB said it first, you, you know, that's... That's where the action is, right? You know, you want to step behind the velvet rope, that's the two-year note. You want to monkey around with the 30-year bond. I mean, it's got a place. It does. It it it, it really does. But, you know, if you want to be, you know, king of the hill, it's the intermediate sector and the front end. Because that's what moves. The 30-year is like a fucking lump of clay. Did you okay. send me did you send me the article about all the boomers buying the two-year and how it was so trendy and people were taking their retirements and buying the two-year because they loved I, it? They were, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. But I, I did see, and we talked about it last week, how they can't keep the gold bars in stock in Costco. 
Of course not, dude. I look for him. First of all, Costco. I mean, I'm a Costco cult member. I, I know. I know. I, I went know. to the nicest one I've ever been to in Boca Raton. So, um, yeah. so Bob, the Muni guy, when you're down there, see if the gold bars are in stock. Okay, Bob, please help it walk out. Okay. I, I want to know what the bid side is because you, you got to sell let me, them. Let me tell you, I have people that have dealt with Costco. Okay. Let's just say, um, what does Costco sell a lot of? Um, frying pans. Okay. So they want frying pans. All right. Costco calls up and says, um, Bed Bath and Be let's use Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond calls up and they say, we need a million frying pans at a dollar a piece. And, and the, the frying pan guy goes, okay. Yeah. How about, you know, 90 cents? And Bed Bath Beyond goes up. And Costco calls up and Costco says, we need 10 million frying pans for 40 cents a piece. And they're like, your order is filled, sir. Um, and that's how Costco does it. So imagine what they, I know they do that with diamonds. They do it with I, tons of stuff. So imagine, I, there's, there's no way they do it differently with gold, okay? okay. No way. And so if you buy it at 2,000 an ounce, and let's say in the unlikely event, it goes to 1,500 an ounce, you just take it back with your receipt and they give you back the 2,000 an ounce? Four years later, you can return it. <laughs> so be careful. Be careful. Okay. My, my, my favorite thing, clearly... I got to bug up my ass. I fucked the gold thing up nine ways from Sunday. Why? It's not because you're why it's been ripping. You just give it time. It'll go back down to. 18. I don't care. I it's off my list. I I you know I I go back to you know beating wi widows and orphans in the muni market to re relentlessly. You want to you want to comment on city closing their muni desk? <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't be involved. They're an honorable bank. I'm telling you. They should be muni muni dealers should be next to the currency exchanges, which are next to the Popeye's fried chicken and the tattoo parlors and the tea, the the smoke shops. Dude, That's I drove through doing. dude. All right, can I just comment on that? Because I drove along that stretch of road in Maryland. Okay, so anyone that's listening in DC in the I drove across the Potomac River, and there's a stretch of Maryland that was nothing but <laughs> dude, it was Chick-fil-A, okay? Which mind yeah. you, okay, you talk about restaurants. Closed on Sunday. Dude, I went through on Monday night. They have double barrel drive-through lanes with 40 cars waiting to get chicken and each one looked like it was built yesterday packed well but dude then in between there was smoke shops and liquor stores okay and it was a dark stretch it was called waldorf maryland okay so thanks a lot google maps you have never seen i have never once seen a chick-fil-a okay that's open without a line of cars ever I said to my daughter, I would love to get it for you, but mom would be furious if I wasted 28 minutes in the drive through line at Chick-fil-A for some fucking chicken, okay? She was like, you absolutely... So she said, she said, all right, good. And unfortunately, I have drove by another one and another one. Dude, I... Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. They're, they're ubiquitous. So. Booming. Booming. What does that tell you about the American consumer? The American consumer is going to Chick-fil-A for dinner, okay, in 2023. Well, you know, therein lies uh, um, a behavioral situation 
that I ask in the form of a question because I don't have an answer. But, you know, when money's getting tight and we've already discussed the fact that real food is getting more expensive, you can go, and I won't speak to Chick-fil-A um, because I don't know that one in particular, but let's take the poster child for crap food, which in my mind would be Taco Bell, right? Um, you can get a lot of calories for not a lot of money. And, you know... I saw people complaining about McDonald's prices. I saw somebody show like a McDonald's receipt where they got like, you know, let's call it a Big Mac, a Coke and a large fries. And it was like $17 because like all outside was like seven, four and eight. You know, somebody else do the math. But it was it was it was a lot of money. They didn't get and even like if they had gotten the meal, like the meals. Well, I haven't gotten McDonald's in seven years at least. Um but yeah, dude, and I bet a Chick-fil-A bill, I bet two Chick-fil-A's and then a, whatever. I bet a Chick-fil-A bill is 20, 25 bucks, 25 bucks, 27 bucks um for one chicken meal, okay? You know, that's not uh that's one, not financially that's person? Not <laughs> for one person? Yeah, two chicken sandwiches and a bunch of nuggets and all the other stuff like they're tater tots, I think, like a bag of food from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, does not do well. It no. does not do well. But dude, they were could not get near them. All right. Um, but dude, everything was bumping. The night the high-end restaurants were packed in Florida. The low-end restaurants were packed. Um, you know, I know it's the holiday week and all, but the hotels were crowded. It was just everything. Like I don't I did not see the slumping economy. I didn't see it anywhere. Even and even in the rural parts of Virginia, South Carolina, and Georgia. I saw new infrastructure being built and I saw like new buildings, just well, huge, if, huge if, real estate. If we've learned anything since the COVID, okay, it's nothing has gone according to the economic textbook, right? I mean, you, everyone expected inflation to spiral out of control. Now, just to be clear, I understand the notion that if people make a certain amount of money and they go in the grocery store um, and they can't get as much food, that's an issue. But I want to disconnect this for a moment and talk about what I look at. And I understand that it's two different worlds. But close of business today, the 30-year treasury was 4.04, the 30-year treasury. This is with, we're going to have a new monetary system. This is with who's going to buy our bonds. That's this so is bad. with the Paul, the bup, 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 bup. So there's this phrase, I don't know whether Leslie told me or I told Leslie, but it, facts follow prices, Okay. So when I look at a 4% long bond, okay, people buy that because that's they need it at that rate. There's a reason it's there. And it ain't going to be there. It would not be there if people expected inflation to be 3% they would build in a margin. So I, I don't know which is going to give, 
right? I know that it's a bit uh, bukkakeed uh, with the curve trade because the popular trade is the, the curve normalizing, which should mean you're long to your notes and short the back end, but it's inverted, right? So that, that means there's a lot of shorts in the, in the back end who are suffering. Yeah, yeah. Owning a lot of back end paper, I my heart goes out to them. I I I feel the pain. I'm sorry for it, but but really, I I suggest the really no point in suffering. Really, just just go buy them back. It, you'll be you'll you know what? It first it'll sting, and that'll be pride. <laughs> but fuck pride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just, so I was having um, dinner with my son-in-law last night, who delightful man. And we chat about the market. He's not a markets guy, but this guy would kill it. I'm like, if I could ever, I would never do it because he's got a good gig where he's at, but I would back this guy I've never met anyone with this much promise in the markets. But we, so we talk about the markets a lot. And for some reason, I've had a couple of epiphanies. But this epiphany was I said, you know, if I had to distill investing into one simple phrase, it would be always be liquid. And I can tell you, when I look back at the money I've made, the bulk of the trades have been because I've been liquid and I've been willing to put it on the line at a time when people were panicking out of stuff. And people get very cavalier about managing positions. So I, I, I'm perseverating to some degree, but I've said in the past, you know, I would routinely ask traders, do you love this trade? Do you love it? And if I didn't get a yes, it would be like, take it off. And the simpleton reply would be, well, you know, what what else can I do? I'm like, I don't, I, that's not the question. That's not the question. The question is, why are you carrying something you don't love? And it's, I, I don't care why they were doing it. It's just stupid. Just you it, break ignorant. that rule, but you breaking that rule, haven't you? When you didn't love the gold, the gold was. Uh, I'll be very blunt about the gold. Okay, there have been many um, goals in my life I wanted to achieve, and one of them was I wanted to see if I could earn a hundred million dollars on my own trading in one year. I've never, I've never, you know, I've done that professionally, but like Morris Sachs Inc. So I saw gold line up and I, I said, I'm going to commit this amount of money through options. And if it works, mission accomplished. And if it doesn't, it'll stink. And it, it stung a lot, but it was it was discreet. 
meaning it was a finite amount of money. And I took my lumps and I moved on. But I did love the trade. I I thought at the time the the volatility, the price of the options was ridiculously cheap. When was that? What was the date time stamp on that? Was like two years ago. 21, the beginning of 21. Yeah, I can okay. go back and look. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so a few things. One is the at the money vol, well, the price of the options was very cheap. There was a Tremendous vol skew, meaning the out of the money options were very expensive. Yep, yep. So I would be buying the cheap options, getting a huge amount of money back on the out of the monies. And as time would go by, the out of the monies would decay at a rate. And I would, you know, buy stuff back and swap it. But in, in the end, I thought people were going to get bitten by the Bitcoin bug. Remember the Bitcoin frenzy? I thought that was going to morph into the goal, and it didn't, and I was wrong, and I lost a lot of money, and I moved on. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but it wasn't like I did some twos, fives, tens butterfly because it was one standard deviation out of line and I had nothing else to do it. You know, no, you bet on Bitcoin. You bet I'm on sorry? you, yeah, but no, instead, you bet instead, you got Bitcoin involved in your fucking trade. Well, I, you know, I behavior's behavior. I know, and yeah, there was yeah. a fucking mania with that thing, and amazing. So, anyway, I don't know. What did you learn out of that? What did you look back? You nothing, <laughs> you hate gold, gold trades like shit. <laughs> Um, what did I learn? I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I learned that much. I think I learned that I behaved properly. Like I didn't tell myself stories and, and add more money to the pile that I already set on fire. I, you know, was you my followed the rules about your own, like you set a number and you set the number and that was number. Yeah. it. I remember needling you about that. And you'd be like, no, it's X amount, up and down. Hit the high on your birthday. <laughs> August 6th. And Kevin Muir telling me to get out. And I'm like, no, this is going. This is going. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't stick around as long as I have if you don't stick to certain things and one of them is you know you gotta you gotta put a number on stuff you just have to it doesn't it doesn't matter and I, I remember um one of um my colleagues uh Robbie I I don't want to mention his last name but um he called me up and he had a big position in Pibor that's back when they had the euro, uh, you know, they had francs and this and that. And I was living on Carissa Lane. And he's like, you know, pie is down, you know, 300 basis points or up 300. I don't know, whatever it was is wrong, going the wrong way. And I said, I'll, I'll be in the office in 20 minutes, whatever it is. And he said, what do you think we should do? And he may remember it differently, but I said, 
we're going to take it off. And I guarantee you, you will take it off if you're long. That will be the low of the day. I promise you, your last fill will be the low of the day, and it's going to turn around, and it's going to explode to the upside. But you're still taking it off because you you got to respect the platform. And, you know, I, it's it's funny because it sounds so simple and so many people probably sit there going yeah i know yeah i know yeah i know but when you look at the the financial catastrophes they all lead to a similar situation which is people keep adding to losing trades and um there's all sorts of horrible phrases which i won't use but, um, you know, again, it's not about being right. It's about making money. And, and, and just as an aside, when we were at Greenwich, we had such an extraordinary platform between the management, the team of people we worked with, and the payout rate. It's like... All I could think about was making sure I got a seat on the bench for the next year. Because I knew over a couple of years, I was going to find something and it was going to be fucking lights out. And, and, and some years were better than others, but, you know, and I haven't done this. I don't know that we will, but we went through a number of years ago and built out our returns. And you know they're they're up there with anybody except except probably Warren Buffett. Uh, and you pick any hedge fund manager, uh, and these numbers are, are every bit as good. But we were low profile guys. We didn't take in outside money, um, and then of course the advantage of the primary dealership, which who can put a price on that. <laughs> Obviously, obviously. Yeah. So big plans for Christmas? Are you going to the grandparents? Uh, potentially, yeah, potentially. But I've also uh, reserved the right to establish my family location dominance. And if people want to come see me, um, then that's great. Because uh, frankly, yeah. my sister lives in New Jersey. And there's, I'm, not, I'm not going to Jersey on Christmas Day. I'm just not going to do it. I, You know, Um call me selfish but uh i'm gonna i want to stay put i've got two kids of my own now and i see my grandparents regularly enough that they're cool if i don't yeah. want to come up there on christmas i see them every other day so i don't need to hike up there um but no offense to my sister caitlin i love you to death but i'm not coming to montclair on christmas day the bridge and whatnot um, yeah. exactly. I mean, crazy she can drive she's got a car Dude, I drove, I did the whole drive, one shot deal, okay? And let me tell you what I did. I drove, I left Miami, okay, 5 a.m., Delray Beach, not Miami. Might as well have been Miami, all right? 4.45, I strolled into Connecticut, the stroke of midnight. Unbelievable. With two healthy kids that were declining food 
It'd be right at bedtime, 9 p.m. Before I and I even stopped in Philadelphia to get cheese sticks. Okay, I got off of 95. I got yeah. cheese sticks, delivered cheese sticks to my wife at at 11:58. Okay, I stopped at rest stops in every state. And okay. Phil, that's where they make the cream cheese, right? Philadelphia. See, they make a lot of things there. Okay. <laughs> You know, next time you go down to Florida, Christina's parents have a place down there. Maybe you could stay there. You give me the parenting skills after the trip starts. You then you give me the place after I've made the trip. Okay. What parenting why don't you skills? Hey, why don't you invite me to fucking Scottsdale in like April? You're like, hey, why don't you come out? <laughs> what what parenting skills have I ever given you? Dude, you haunted me. You told me not to let the kids sleep in my bed, dude. Two o'clock oh. in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. The poor kid. Now, dude, I'm making exceptions. We're on vacation in a hotel. Okay, so she. You know, I hear, I hear, uh -huh, and I was like, "What's up, sweetheart?" And she was like, "Even she's never woken up at night." And I was like, "I was like, get in bed." I was like, "Fuck you, Morris." I was like, "You're." I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, "That's a dude. You you haunt you haunt me." Like I was like, I was like rules. I was like, we're on vacation. I was like, if we were at home, this wouldn't happen, dude. I woke up the next morning. I'm like, I'm like, do you remember coming in? And she's like, no. What are you talking about? She's like, I didn't wake up last sure. night. I was like, you. Sure. Hey, Cursing you. She's just playing possum. Just <laughs> no one... way. No chance she was dead serious. She slept walked and I was like, get in bed with you, you know, please. One, one last thing, if I may. Dude, I got um, 20 minutes. It's what am I doing? It's Tuesday night. Okay. I got I, well, I, I gotta get to I gotta get to the bachelorette parties. We're <laughs> just getting um anybody who doesn't like fish, okay. If you go to our website, I think it's up on our website. One of the listeners posted a clip of Trey Anastasio singing one of the fish songs with what an eight-year-old? She's small. Yeah, she's small. Yeah, yeah. And he he just plays the guitar. He plays it acoustic, and she in front of. Just, she's got to have twenty thousand people in the audience. The kid shows up. Kid shows up to the to the Trey concert and. She carries a sign that says, can I sing bug with you? So she must have brought the poster board in and you know, holds up the poster. Can I sing bug with you? Trey sees it, brings her up on stage and does the acoustic version of bug. OK, and lets the kid belt it out. The crowd of 20,000 goes bananas and the kid nails it. Never stutters once, yeah, bangs it out like a total pro. Um yeah, maybe maybe you could take a half hour now and talk about fish in the sphere in April. I know okay. that people are worried about that, but uh... all right, all right. This is where I need my the Ibwok audience to come in critical. All right, I haven't gotten an offer for for a box. Somebody needs to send me. That. <laughs> all right, all right. I know that. Look, I'm gonna hold out and I'm gonna not wait until too long. I know there's a certain person I could call Big Ed. I do not want to. Big Ed is the caller of last resort. Okay, but I know that he could blink an eye and get me into 119 at the very least. But there's enough listeners, and I told. The HSBC guys, but you said who else has the nice box? <laughs> GIBC, the Canadian guys. I yeah, think yeah. How many nice things have we said about Regina? We have a huge audience up in Canada. That, that is by yeah. far. We have a huge market demographic in Canada. So, so there's got to be you're probably not even using the box that night. <laughs> not even. Yeah, who would? It's this band. It's this 
cover band. I was encouraged to go. Listen to this. I was encouraged to go by my wife, which is a trap. Okay. She was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, She was like, You know, she was like, You want to go to fish at the garden on New Year's? And I was like, She was like, Well, but I know you're out of town. So, you know, I don't know what I could, I could if I wanted to, but it's a rigmarole, you know. Um, New Year's Eve show there never really appealed to me. It's too long. It's... Exactly. I want to do the two nights before. I want to do like 28, 29, 30. That's ideal for me. Um, but that being said, I was like, no, nah, MB's out of town. And I go, you know, I said, I think I'd like to watch it at home with Fiona. And she goes, that's what I was afraid. She goes, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> um, I'm uh, I'm doing some research into maybe making a trip to Las Vegas to see the sphere. Um, it's not out of the question. I'm, I'm seasick. I'm se having read the reviews. Okay. Yeah. I'm seasick thinking about, well, I know you're going to obviously sit in the front row, which I don't even, I don't know if that's good. I don't, I don't you're know. Gonna sit, you're going to sit in the sweet spot, wherever that is. But have you seen, have you no. seen the, the uh, 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 what, a profile of, of no, what this looks like? Is it like uh it's a steep picture steep bleachers? Picture the Jones Beach amphitheater with a an HD monitor IMAX over you. But I've heard that Pete, I heard I heard number one, it's not gonna bother you. I heard you remain, need to remain seated. Um, so you're gonna go with the with the fish people into that atmosphere. Um I've heard that it's I've heard that it's weird. I've heard it's weird. You should get a you should talk to somebody that's been to to it at you too. I've heard obviously great things about it. Um but yeah, I've heard I'd just like going to Las Vegas for the hookers and the cocaine. Dude, how long have I been nagging you to go play craps in Las Vegas? You I, like I you you're like, oh yeah, we'll go climbing. And I'm like, no, I'm terrified of the climbing. I'm not gonna do that. Um and I oh if you and I have never played craps together. Oh. No. No, and it really yeah. bothers me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a new font. There's a new fountain blue in Vegas. Maybe we. Do you know who's involved oh. in that? Who opened that? We have people in the industry that could maybe you know. Yeah. No, I I uh, I don't know anybody out there. Okay. But, uh, All right. That's something to think about. All right, dude. Enough with the fucking running, please. I'm I'm dead serious. I'm I, 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 prom I promise. I I I. Did you, buy, did you buy shoes? Did you buy running shoes? Are you that committed? Did Cheryl make you buy running shoes? Dude, dude. On advice of counsel. Tell I the truth. I saw you look down your feet. So you bought a pair of six hundred dollar phone. No. So no, fast. No. Why no, wouldn't no. you? Why wouldn't no. you? They they're set like record times. They're setting, they're doing like sub two hour marathons with these new Nike shoes that have Look, a. You may not have noticed this, but I'm not an 85 pound black man from Nigeria. Okay. Those shoes ain't going to help me. Yeah, I know. You'd be surprised. So yeah. you bought running shoes, dude? Return them. Yeah. Return them and stop <laughs> running. It's not like I bought them at Costco. I, you, uh, if you did, you could return them. That will we be on the same page at least? Okay, dude. Can I talk about Carvana, which is all listeners of Inside Baseball know, dude? It's up fifty percent in the last two weeks. Okay, I don't remember. Frankly, did you initially think you hated it? I hated it. Yeah, I, I dude, at 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 two hundred and something, I told you it was going to zero, and it went to four. <laughs> And ever since, and ever since then, well, dude, you, well, sorry, you, know, you didn't buy it at four. 
No, and Ed Sheets and Ed and but we when we whenever we went to dinner, when did we go to dinner in Greenwich with with the Muni criminal, um, Ed and Nelson and Alex? We had a nice dinner at the place in Greenwich, and Ed sat next to me at dinner and, and laughed at me and was like, "Ha ha, Carvana went from like four to eight. and I was like, "Fuck you!" I was like, it, "It's killing me," you know. Here we are. It's at like fifty-seven. <laughs> it's making me. It's killing yeah, me. Uh, that's why I. I, I know. I, I know. I'm just not a stock guy. So. I know. It's okay. <laughs> I'm afraid. Uh, I'm Shut, no, have no, no, no. Tell me when the Fed's going to hike rates. Tell me when the Fed is going to hike rates. Hike? Cut. Cut. Yeah, yeah. Cut. I, I, I misspoke. When are they going to cut? I, I don't know. Six months. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I guess that would be June. Okay. Maybe by my birthday. Okay. They won't hold them. They're going to cut them. What? That way they're going to cut it a quarter percent, and that's going to that's yeah. gonna get off a firestorm. Yeah, this, this is waiting for good dough. This is yeah, <laughs> going to be a whole lot of nothing. All right, bro. I'm... All right, all right, all right. I won't nag you about it anymore. I know you hate talking about this. I know in the Fed... no, no, I, I don't mind. I, I don't believe in selling volatility, but I I think this is. You're gonna have a lot of a whole lot of nothing and a lot of Wall Street layoffs and yeah. Welcome to the future. All right. So we uh, busy. What you gotta go? We're gonna do Christmas show too. We're, all right. We, we're gonna do a show. Are you? Do you have green light from the boss? Your from your running coach to um to do the show on Saturday, or do you have a big run lined up? When network calls, I respond, right? How long did you give me to prep for this show? I mean, the audience can tell. 13 minutes. We, you yeah. killed me. 13 minutes, okay? I told right on the day. I told right on the day, and I said I sent him a screenshot of the email, me saying, like, what's up? You ready to do this? <laughs> and I said, look, I said, let me confirm it first. And I never, even, I didn't even have time. Just to figure go. out why you're so wound up. You're overtired from driving in all the coffee. Stop. Okay. There's been so much going on. In this. I just needed to talk to you, dude. I was with the children. I said, like I told you, I just needed to talk to somebody with sense and you provided that. Okay. Thank you. Hey, you know, one for one, one for all. Yeah. So that's our motto to serve and protect. Exactly. Thank you. Can I go now, please? <laughs> Good night. Yeah, what time is it there? It's six fifty. So what? It's four fifty. You got better hurry because the early bird special closes in ten minutes. <laughs> oh, 